Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. Hallelujah. Jesus loves to hear the sound of praise. And I'm hopeful, amen, that you love, hallelujah, to lend him your praise so that he might hear it. I mean, after all, glory to God, when we all get to heaven, hallelujah, when we all get to heaven, hallelujah, this is all that we're going to do. So I hope that you don't Hallelujah, get too tired. Uh, hallelujah, I hope that we stop praising God. Uh, hallelujah, because you think we've done it long enough. Uh, we're just in a dress rehearsal down here. Glory to God for what's going to take place up there. Hallelujah, glory to God. Jesus loves to hear the sound of praise. Hallelujah, would you just praise the Lord? Hallelujah, and help me. Amen. To celebrate the Tabernacle of Praise Church Sanctuary Choir. Hallelujah. I'm not going to have you just continue to praise and praise and praise and praise, although that would be absolutely nothing wrong. Hallelujah. With us praising and magnifying the Lord. Glory to God. If he never gets tired of hearing it, then we ought to never get tired of saying it. Hallelujah. When I look back over my life and I think things over, I can truly say that God has been good to me. Hallelujah. And I owe him. I owe him a praise. Hallelujah. If I had 10,000 tongues to go with the one that I've got, it still wouldn't be enough to praise him for all that he has done. God bless you on today. Hallelujah. I feel encouraged in the Lord. I feel the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. In this place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, uh, I solicit your prayers uh, this morning because all the, the week the devil has been really trying to uh, distract me from doing the stuff that I need to do. So much so, and this is the first time that I ever remember Elder Boone uh, leaving work, going to the airport, and forgetting my briefcase. I haven't ever done that before, but I just believe that God wants us to hear. I had to, I had to do my sermon all over. But I just believe that God is still going to get the glory. Hallelujah. Somebody is going to leave here with impartation. Hallelujah. Our goal, our objective is to encourage, equip, and empower the people of God to live a victorious life. And I just believe that we've got an example of that here on today. I would invite you to uh, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 2nd Kings. 2nd Kings chapter 2. There is a familiar uh, passage of scripture there. A story that we're somewhat familiar with. But uh, 
I want to extrapolate from it, uh, I believe, an idea that I haven't ever done before. And so I solicit your prayers on this morning, certainly that the Lord would enable me to deliver this the same way, uh, even more so than the way that I have received it. But 2 Kings chapter 2, uh, beginning at verse 11, and I think we'll conclude our reading at verse 16. 2 Kings, that's in the Old Testament. Uh, that's right after the books of the law. If you're still looking, it's in the front part of your Bible. If you're struggling, we have it up here on the screen. Just so that I can keep going. When you have it, say amen. I invite you to read along with me if you choose. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and cried, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And they took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. And he took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood at the bank of the Jordan and took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elijah went over. And when the sons of the prophets, which were to view at Jericho, saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah does rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves on the ground before him and they said unto him behold now there there be with thy servants 50 strong men let them go we pray to seek thy master lest peradventure the spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him up on some mountain or into some valley and he said ye shall not send the word of the Lord is blessed I want to go back to the passage of scripture here in verse uh, in verse 15 it says the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him they said that the spirit of Elijah does rest on Elisha. Would you just say with me before we pray, I need, I need a double portion. I need a double portion. Let's pray. Precious Father, we honor you and we thank you, God, for the privilege 
being able to speak to this august body of people. God, whether they be in the sanctuary, whether they be viewing online, God, we just believe that we're living in a day and time when we need more of you, not less of you. And so we solicit, oh God, that you would, oh God, be attentive unto our prayer. God, even as we speak as an oracle of God, that you would speak through us in such a powerful way that it would impress upon each and every one of us, oh God, to, to model Elisha and draw closer to you and not, not be distant, but, but, but get all that we possibly can from you needing, oh God, knowing that we need it in the day and time in which we live. God, we want to prove to be faithful unto God. Hallelujah. We don't want just what you gave to our forefathers. We're praying today. Hallelujah. For a double portion of it, oh God. What worked on yesterday, God won't work today. We need the kind of anointing that will enable us to do what you have called us to do in this hour. And so we ask, Lord, that you would visit with us now. Take control. Have your way in this place. Hallelujah. Wrestle every foul spirit to the floor. Cast the devil out now. In the name of Jesus, show the devil who's in control and who's boss. Fill us up, God, and we shall be full. Bless us and we'll bless you back. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. You may be seated. One of the weapons that the enemy uses that's a part of his arsenal uh, of the various tricks, schemes, and wiles that he often uses against the saints of the Lord, uh, even in the midst of, of tremendous times of blessings from God, uh, as we desire to, to, to draw closer to God and appreciate God for all that he's done, one of the things that most of us struggle with from time to time is doubting what God has done or is, is doing, if that's going to be sustainable. Glory to God. And, and so many times we, we, uh, we and, and, and because we're, we're dealing with uh, the, 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 the ability in, on one occasion to be full of faith and be spirit led and so forth and understanding that even as spiritual as we may become, there are times when we vacillate in and out of spirituality and carnality and, and many times carnality will kick in at, at a time that we don't we don't want it to and, 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 and you can be the recipient of a miracle from God hallelujah and the material blessings from God that you uh, have, 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 have petitioned God for you'll see that thing sometimes come to pass uh, God is restoring us as we've already heard by, by testimonies of, of restoring health to people and the fervent prayers of the righteous or uh, uh, would appear to avail much to God because it seems like we're moving God from the seat of his throne as he's standing up and he's declaring uh, how, what the people of God need in this day and this time and restoration of marriages are being restored and family relationships they're being united and yet 
when you realize the blessing that God has bestowed upon you. Uh, hallelujah. And even as you begin to try to rejoice in the Lord, uh, glory to God, uh, there's always in the back of our mind seemingly, hallelujah, the idea that the enemy is going to come and try to sow a seed of doubt and confusion. Hallelujah. That will ultimately begin to make us doubt God and fear. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That you have lost some way or another what God has bestowed upon you and the promise that he has given you. Or better yet, that Satan has some way, somehow taken away from you or is going to take away from you what God has blessed you with. Let me go on record this morning by saying, hallelujah, that it is not within Satan's power to take anything away from you that God has blessed you with. You need to testify to somebody else. Uh, you need to speak life into them and tell them, uh, glory to God, uh, hallelujah. You need to confer it upon them that it is not within Satan's power. He does not have the authority to take anything away from you that God has blessed you with. Regardless of how God blesses us, there will always, however, be times of, of testings, of trials. We'll go through something. Uh, hallelujah. But, 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 but if your hope is built on the word of God, if you know what God has said about you and to you, if you are rehearsing what God has promised you, uh, hallelujah, even during those times of testing, uh, you know that the, that the power of God, the blood of Jesus, uh, uh, the authority of the Holy Ghost has the ability to keep that that God has delivered unto you. That storm clouds may rise and strong winds may blow, but, but because uh, you are the church, uh, because you are the ecclesia, because you are the bride of Christ, uh, Jesus said upon this rock, uh, I will build my church. You need to help me say it if you know it. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The scripture does not say that, 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 the, that the gates of hell will not assail. The devil will assail. Hallelujah. Which means he, he will attack you violently because you are a child of God. That we, he will try to assault your health. He will come at you with hostility. He will come at you with fierce opposition. And while hell might assail against you, God has already spoken and said it will not prevail. I had to say that to my own self. Hallelujah, the attacks may come. Storm clouds may rise. The devil may come at you fiercely, but he will not prevail. Because my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I'm trusting on the name of Jesus Christ. I'm trusting uh, that what God has said, uh, he has promised that he will perform. 
God said in Exodus 15, 26, I am the Lord your God that healeth thee. I am the Lord your God that healeth thee. And I need to let somebody know that God won't build you up just so that the devil can tear you down. God is in the process of building us up. God is in the process of pouring out his spirit on us. God is in the process of taking us from one level to another level in him. And so he won't build us up just so that the enemy can come and tear you down. In our text today, we read of the transition of one of God's prophets, the prophet Elijah, conferring an anointing on one of other gods, on one of God's other prophets, the prophet Elisha. As Elijah is coming to the end of his ministry, glory to God, he, he confers an anointing upon Elijah, uh, Elisha, that's just beginning his ministry. And Elijah, for those that don't know, was probably one of the mightiest prophets in the land of Israel during that particular time. He came along at a time when Israel desperately needed strong spiritual leadership. And during that time, it was King Ahab, hallelujah, who had took over being king of Israel, who had gone down into Sidon, where God had forbid and married Jezebel, who was a worshiper, worshiper of Baal. And God had forbidden the children of Israel to take up any kind of relationship with those, uh, those individuals that worshipped idol gods. When Jezebel became the queen of Israel, she decided that she was going to bring her religion along with her. And it corrupted Israel. And while Israel was steeped in idolatry, God seemingly out of nowhere, hallelujah, delivered to the children of Israel a spiritual powerhouse that nobody knew anything about. Uh, hallelujah. He had no, no birth certificate. He, 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 nobody knew who his father was. Nobody knew who his mother was. Uh, Elijah comes on the scene and appears before King Ahab and tells King Ahab in 1 Kings uh, uh, chapter 17 as the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand there shall not be dew or rain because of the iniquity of Israel there shall not be any dew or rain for three years and six months according to the word of God he literally spiritually took the key an invisible key in the cloud and locked it up there was power hallelujah in the prophet Elijah. Finally, at the end of the drought, Elijah calls for the prophets of Baal to meet him at Mount Carmel to determine if Israel was going to continue to worship and follow after Baal or if they were going to worship and follow God Jehovah. 450 prophets 
of Baal. And sometimes we don't talk about it, but I was reading this, glory to God, and I found that there was an additional 400 prophets, uh, uh, a, a group that was different from this particular group. They were prophets of called Grove, Grove which, was, which would amount to 850 prophets versus... One guy. That's why the Bible says that one can chase a thousand. <laughs> if God is with you and you pair up with somebody who else is like you, then two can chase 10,000. Elijah puts a challenge to, hallelujah, the side that was on Baal's side uh, and told them to build an altar uh, and cut a book into pieces uh, and place it on the altar and call on the name of your God, uh, hallelujah, and I'll call on the name of my God uh, and the God that answers by fire, uh, he'll be the God. So 850 called on Baal. And they started out early in the morning. And they were calling him. And if I remember in my Bible, I believe reading a, a passage where they were calling on Baal and there was, it was like silence. It was nothing happening. Glory to God. And, and, and it was about midday, Elder Steed. And, 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 and when, when Elijah saw that there was nothing happening, he began to mock them. He tell them to call him louder. Maybe he's on vacation. Hallelujah. Maybe he's asleep. And Baal wouldn't come. There wasn't a flame. There wasn't a spark. There wasn't a flicker. There was nothing. After it began to get late in the day, Elijah said, well, hold on a minute. We're going to run out of time. Hallelujah. Waiting on your God. Let me call mine. <laughs> Elijah told him, I want you to prepare the altar prepare the wood take the ox cut it up the bullock cut it up put it on the altar and then when they did that he said go and get me four barrels of water I'm going to dig a trench around the bottom of it. I want you to pour it on the sacrifice pour it on the wood pour it down into the trench and they poured out the four barrels and he thought to himself, that might not be good enough. Go get four more. And they got four more. And he said, do it three times. One for the father, one for the son. <laughs> Twelve barrels of water. See, there is no God like our God. Somebody needs to know that the God that we serve can send down fire, hallelujah, that water can't put out. 
when, when Elijah begins to call on God to send down fire, the fire comes down and burns up the sacrifice, consumes the wood at the altar, and licked up all of the water in the trenches. And when the children of Israel saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, He is God. I said, The Lord, He is God. If you believe that, shout, There's no God like our God. There's no God like our God. And Elijah commanded that all 850 prophets that worship Baal be taken down to the brook of Kashan and they were slain there. Now, here comes a problem and I'm, I'm gonna fast forward over it because it'll just mess up the whole thing. When Jezebel finds out that Elijah had killed all the prophets of Baal, she sent word and said, I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to skip over the part where they're going back and forth and Elijah is hiding in the cave. But Elijah being afraid goes to God and asks God, I want you to take my life so that Jezebel doesn't have the opportunity. And so God says to him, well, if you want to retire, I'll, I'll let you go out in style. But I've got a replacement for you. Glory to God. And so, 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 as Elijah is walking through the field, uh, he spots Elisha. And Elisha is in the field plowing behind an ox. And for those that have a pretty good memory, remember that I preached a long time ago. The significance is not following behind a dumb thing. Let me digress. He finds Elisha plowing behind this ox and he doesn't say anything to Elisha. He just walks past Elisha, takes his mantle and just throws it over his shoulder and doesn't say anything just keeps on walking just keeps on minding his business Elisha looks up and sees that it's the man of God and begins to follow him and he saw the miracles that Elijah did and the power of God that was on his life and Elisha, watch this, went back to his old job, hallelujah, to his old, his old boss, hallelujah, and told his old boss, I've got a new job. And the Bible says uh, that he took 
the, he, he took the plow and he broke it and he took his ox and slew it and boiled it and cut it into pieces and gave it to all the people. And you know what that said to me? It said to me that when you decide to follow Jesus, it's a good idea, hallelujah, to cut everything loose behind you so that you have no way of going back into what God has delivered you out of. Sometimes we hold on to yesterday, but I'm telling you, you need to kill it. Touch somebody and tell them I'm sold out. I'm not going back. Hallelujah. I'm moving up. Hallelujah. The upward way. New heights I'm gaining. Afterwards, Elisha went back to Elijah and said to him, I've been watching you. I've been following you. I want a double portion of the anointing that's on your life. And as we reflect on many of the saints of old uh, that we hold in such high esteem, uh, hallelujah, because, uh, hallelujah, we realize and know that they have had a connection uh, with God. Uh, there have been people in my life uh, that I know that they can get, uh, hallelujah, a prayer through. Uh, hallelujah, I can remember uh, the first person uh, that laid hands on me uh, and anointed me to preach uh, was Stella Parson. Uh, I remember that and so when we reflect on that glory to God hallelujah I reflect that they had the ability to really touch God in a way that others couldn't but when I take into consideration of the time that we're living in now and the things that we're having to deal with now we need a double portion of what she had I need more than what my daddy had I need more than what Pastor Parson had hallelujah because what they had it might have worked for that time but I need something that helps me for today They didn't have all the temptations that I had. They didn't have all the freedoms that I have. They didn't live under the stress that we live under. Satan wasn't trying to take them out the same way he's trying to take us out. That's why my admonishment to you uh, is not to be lukewarm, uh, not to be this every now and then saints, uh, but to follow hard. Uh, David said, I followed hard uh, after God. Paul said that I might know you, hallelujah, in the fellowship of your suffering, in the power of your resurrection. We need to follow close after God. We need to be found seeking the face of God more, not less. It shouldn't just be 22 folks on the prayer call on Friday. It should be 44 folks on the prayer call on Friday. We need to double it up. We can't afford to run with the world all week long, take all of their mess, 
Hallelujah. Have them infect us the way that we do. Uh, engage in some of their activities uh, and then be able to expect, then expect to be able to uh, defend ourselves against the wiles and schemes of the devil effectively. Hallelujah. We need to ask God for a double portion. This is the day when we need that. Glory to God. We needed more than what they needed it on yesterday. And that's what Elisha told Elijah. And Elijah said to him that if you see me when I'm taken up from thee, it shall be so as you have requested. Which means that when we want something from God, that we have to be singly focused on what it is that we're asking God for. Because uh, when you are singly focused, uh, you realize there's going to be some winds that are going to come against you. There are going to be some hurdles and some obstacles. Uh, but because you're singularly focused, uh, hallelujah, your heart is fixed uh, and your mind is made up. Uh, hallelujah, you'll endure uh, and persevere uh, past all of the difficulties. The Bible speaks in the book of James when it says, uh, glory to God, to, 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 uh, to be both effectual and fervent uh, in our prayers. Hallelujah. He says that the fervent, effectual prayers of the righteous uh, avail much or it carries much weight with God uh, when we are fervent uh, and when we are effectual. Uh, in other words, it means uh, that you can pray scatter prayers. You can't pray general prayers. Hallelujah. I'm praying right now for three people that I know that have cancer. I can't be all over the place praying. I got to pray about cancer. I got to pray about the type of cancer. I want to be specific, targeted in my prayer. That's why Elisha kept his eye on Elijah. He followed him to Gilgal. He followed him to Bethel. From Bethel, he followed him down to Jericho. From Jericho, he followed Elijah down to the Jordan River. And when they got down to the Jordan River, Elijah said, Elisha said, I want what he's got. And so I'm going to stick close to him. I'm going to follow him everywhere. And what I'm saying to us is that we need to stick close to God. We need to try to follow God everywhere. There is a blessing. There is an anointing. Hallelujah. In following closely with God. And when they got down to the Jordan, the Bible says that a chariot of fire drawn by horses of fire came down between the two men and parted them. And Elijah on a fiery chariot with fiery horses and fiery spinning wheels and a fiery conductor stepped on the chariot and ascended back up to heaven. 
Elisha looks up according to the scripture and says, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And as Elijah was ascending up and he heard, uh, hallelujah, the voice of Elisha, he took off his mantle, uh, hallelujah, and threw it back down to Elisha. And Elisha picked it up, hallelujah, and takes it over to the Jordan River and smites it against the water and says, where is the God of Elijah? And sometimes when you're praying, you need to, and you need God to move into your life. Uh, we need to ask some similar questions. Where is the God? Hallelujah, Peter, James, and John. Where is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Where is the God of Isaiah, Daniel, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel? Where is the God of Charles Harrison Mason and the leaders of the church? I want to let somebody know that the same God that work for them uh, in their generation uh, is the same God uh, that's going to work for you. The same God that anointed them uh, is the same God that wants, wants to anoint you. When Elisha smote the water with the mantle, the, the, the water parted, the Bible said. On, over here and parted over there and Elisha was able to walk to the other side and when the, 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 the sons of the prophets that were there saw it they said that the spirit of Elijah does now rest on, on the spirit of Elisha and the Bible records that while Elijah was on earth, he did eight miracles. But Elijah said, I want a double portion. And so the Bible records that he did 16. And I had to check it out, Elder Boom. I had to make sure it was 16. And so I start reading in 2 Kings. And Pastor Parson in 2 Kings chapter 2. Elisha parts the water with Jordan. Purifies the water source for Jordan. Protects the prophets of two she-bears. Or with two she-bears. In chapter 3 of 2 Kings, he provides water for Israel and their success over the Moabites. In chapter four, he provides for the widow with oil. Many know that story. He prophesies to the woman that was a Shunem. How about her son? Glory to God that she was barren, but was going to have a son by this time next year. And then comes back later and has to, has, has, has to pray over the same son that passed out and died and brought him back to life. He purifies the poison soap. He multiplies the loaves of bread in chapter 4 and chapter 5. Uh, many of us know the story in chapter 5. He heals Naaman from leprosy. He 
cures his servant Gehazi which had a skin disease in chapter 6 he performs a miracle of finding a lost axe hallelujah he, he, he captures a band of Arameans by striking them with blindness prophesies relief to the enemy hallelujah glory to God from famine he prophesies in chapter 8 the death of the king Ben Hadad hallelujah and then he also is responsible for rising for the rising of King Haziel in chapter 13 it is recorded and most of us are familiar with the fact that he, when he got that far hallelujah he was down to 15 miracles and the devil wanted to call God a liar and said he won't do double hallelujah he won't give him a double portion glory to God but the Bible records in the 13th chapter a group of soldiers were trying to bury some dead corpse and one of the soldiers fell hallelujah on the grave of Elisha and came back to life and the Lord licked out his tongue at the devil and said you thought you had me hallelujah but whatever I I say I'm going to do it if I'm going to bless you don't you worry about what everybody else is saying I'm going to bless you if I'm with you you can bet on me you can take it to the bank hallelujah God wants you to have double for your trouble Hallelujah. Glory to God. You've been through some stuff. Many trials and snares you've already come through. But I feel a shifting. Hallelujah. I feel that God is getting ready to elevate somebody. And if he elevates you, he won't take you down. He'll take you higher. He won't just, he won't just do one thing. He'll do a number of things. You just need to Follow hard after God. You need to take an example of what Elisha did with Elijah. You need to find you somebody that you can believe in. You need to find somebody that you can pray with. Hallelujah. Don't look for the weakest person. Try to find the strongest one. Somebody that will provoke you to prayer. Someone that will provoke you to good works. Someone that will provoke you from a place uh, of passivity uh, to a place uh, of getting in the ebbed flow of what God is doing. Uh, hallelujah. That will provoke you to service of the Lord rather than just being a church goer. I'm encouraged today to know that I have the privilege of people that want more from God than they're presently getting and God has promised hallelujah that if you want a double portion hallelujah if you want more from him it's yours for the asking it's yours for the taking all you've got to do hallelujah is follow hard after God would you put your hands together give God a, a praise we're standing all over the building I want to pray I don't want us to be intimidated by anything that the enemy is doing. I'm encouraged today 
I'm encouraged because of the reports. And I needed the encouragement of the reports of God healing and blessing and restoring and doing all that he does so that it helps me to continue on in, in my besieging the throne of God because I realize and know that everything that we need, God, God has it. And I'm looking forward to the testimonies of how God is continuing to do great and marvelous things in our eyes. And I don't know exactly where you are, but I do know and have a sense of where I believe God wants you to be. And so I want to pray with you right now, wherever you are, whatever that situation is, I want to pray. I believe God. I believe him. And what he has done for others, he's no respecter of persons. He's only a respecter of principles. If you'll do what the others have done that have been blessed by God, you can have what they have. As for me, I need a double portion. I want more. I want more of God, not less. And so I'm striving and I pray that you are too with bowed heads. Gracious Father, we come thanking you, Lord Jesus. God, for the privilege of being able to stand before your people. God, and exhort them in the ways of holiness. You said that the fervent, effectual prayers of the righteous avail much. God, we pray that you would inspire us. Give us the unction, the drive, the intestinal fortitude, the will. God, to seek your face like never before. God, we are encamped about with so many attacks by the enemy. So many things that are trying to steal our attention away from you. We pray, oh God, that you would give us the kind of focus that we need, the kind of perseverance, the kind of stick to the kind of oneness of heart and spirit that's necessary. God, to do your will, to be the called out ones, to be the ecclesia that you've called us to be. God, men and women's hearts are failing everywhere. Oh, I pray, God, right now that you would stir us up in such a powerful way, God, till we would use the gift of the Holy Ghost that you've placed on the inside of us. God, to be a witness. That what's, that's what you said. You said in your word and acts, after the Holy Ghost has come upon us, we shall be witnesses. As the Holy Ghost, God, comes upon us, hallelujah, cause it to remind us you said it would convict us of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Have it convict us, God, that we need to go into a dying world and tell everybody about a living Savior. Hallelujah. That can save them from the guttermost to the uttermost. That can do exceeding abundantly above all that they can ask or think. God, do it for us. Bless us, God. And we'll bless you back. Heal us. We'll testify of your goodness. Hallelujah. Use us, God, and we'll give you the glory. Hallelujah. Bless your great name. Bless your great name, God. We want to be used by you. We want our calling and our election to be sure.
So we ask that you would fill us again. Fill us with your power in the name of Jesus. Fill us with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Give us a double portion so that we might be effective and effectual and fervent doing the will of God. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody that loves God. Hallelujah. Praise him at this moment. Give him glory for what he is doing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Of you. I need more. Much more. Jesus. More. 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 Come on, if you know it, say it with us. I need getting ready to leave but I want to take this opportunity to open up the doors of Tabernacle of Praise Church if you're saved you want to thank you for listening today if you want to learn more info about our church visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com we hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.